Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park It is April 3rd, 2020, the go-home smackdown before WrestleMania 36. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Now, I know what you're thinking. Hey, who are these, who are these two uh, schlubs? These two jabronis here. Jobbers. Where's uh, where's the big guy? Matt the Morgan. Guy. We're not talking about Raj's uh, and we're best not, friend. We're not talking about Raj Geary's best friend, Ryback. Uh, Matt Morgan is dealing something for the city of Longwood. He sent me a text, and he said, start without me, guys. Do not keep the fans waiting. I'm going to show up in a few minutes. I'm going to take his word for it. I know he's trying his hardest. Matt Morgan will be here. We are not trolling you. So he's going to uh, do a run-in at some point. But if we announce it, is it really a run-in? It's kind of like one of those things where like, it's a match where we know there's a mystery. There's a triple threat match, but the third person's a mystery or something. So like, you know eventually there's going to be some music that's going to hit and somebody's going to come in. At some point, he'll come in. Well, I mean, except, yeah, we, we said he was coming in. It's happening. He's it's coming. Like a, it's like a gauntlet match. Yes. Um, there you go. Yeah, so, man, weird mania, weird mania season. Justin Labar, in an alternate universe, we are in Tampa, Florida right now, where earlier today we did a successful meetup at Rick's on the River with mm-hmm. hundreds of Wrestling Inc. fans. Uh, Ryback showed up, Matt Hardy was there. Mm-hmm. Who knows what special guests, what surprises, what jokes, what photos. Oh, in this there, alternate universe. There would be a group photo of me, you, Matt. Raj and Nick, we'd all we'd have some big group photo right now that'd be on all of our social medias. I know. It's <sighs> crazy. It's crazy to think about. Well, Mania's in LA next year. Close to me, not close to Matt, but we'll figure it out. Um, however, that is not unfortunately, sadly, the reality we are living in. Uh instead, we had SmackDown live from the well, not live. It was from the <laughs> WWE Performance Center. It was filmed sometime like in the last week or two. Yeah. I can't keep we, track at this point. We got Ms. TV opening the show. Um, yeah. 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 And again, um, you know, there was all the talk that the Miz is not going to be at Mania, and but they, that was not addressed um, in tonight's segment. So in the in the brawl that ensued between Miz and Morrison, uh, New Day and Usos, so... Uh, I mean, that's not to say that they don't sh- have some angles that are shot that are worked into what we air as WrestleMania over the next two nights. But um, that, you know, the, the, the story going around was Miz was not going to be at Mania uh, and that he, that he was feeling sick. But again, we, and we, that's the thing. We won't know until Mania comes and goes because with all this being in post-production, they could do anything. They could make anything happen tomorrow and Sunday. Well, Eric Wells says they should put cardboard cutouts of fans and use canned cheers. Uh, Jack Napier says, I think the situation is exposing wrestling, uh, which is interesting in a weird way, because when you think about it, how much 
of the enjoyment is the crowd hype, is that energy, is people chanting along with the promos, almost taking something that when stripped down to its nuts and bolts is so simple, so basic, and elevating it to this level. Because when you see tens of thousands of people losing their shit over something, how can you not want to feel that emotion as well? Yeah, I, I can't. I mean, look, pro wrestling is built off of the live reaction. Some you know, the matches are, you know, I, I can't imagine. I've, I, I think the most amount of people in terms of pro wrestling I've ever got to, to perform in front of has been about three thousand live, and that's I mean, that's a good, you know, that's good. But like, that's nothing compared to like, you know, these guys and girls are used to performing in front of you know ten thousand each week on a TV, and then you know seventy thousand for a WrestleMania match. I, I, I can't imagine from having the experiences I have trying to do a good performance, do a good job in that setting that you're used to having that live reaction and not having. I mean, they're doing, I, so I give them so much credit for their, they're out there. You kind of feel vulnerable. Like you're trying to play, you're trying to do all your normal mannerisms. Um, but there's nobody there and there's not, there's not that energy coming back at you. So I, I just, I'm, I'm super interested to see how this mania comes off. Um, I know we'll do our mania predictions probably as we wrap this, this episode up tonight, but, one positive I give people, and I mentioned this in a way on the Wrestling Inc. Daily podcast earlier this week, is one positive look at this is that WWE shines. Their video production always shines. Even if even if creative for weekly TV is down and subpar, the WWE has never faltered. They never lacked in their production. So the fact they have a chance to edit and tight and make this entire show have a certain pacing, they can decide what match order they want to put it in. They have a chance to make this not a five-hour-long dragged-on WrestleMania, this will probably be a tight, I would say, three, three and a half hours each night. And they can they can make it pace and feel really fun and, and balanced based upon how the matches look. Because they'll be able to look at all the matches at the final product and say, okay, this one will be really good here. So I will say that's one thing I'm trying to look at positive is that they have a chance to manipulate uh, this WrestleMania for the better uh, as best as they can. And they need to start thinking of it that way. You know, uh, the saying has always been that re- professional wrestling is uh, the common man's theater. And I think when you think about it as theater, a dress rehearsal will only have so much excitement, will only have so much energy. I think they need to stop thinking about it as theater and uh, think about it, which how I think they should have been all along, like they're making TV. Or, Justin, to borrow uh, your favorite Vince quote, they need to be in the business of making movies and telling stories here. Yeah, I mean, again, and there's some things, and we'll touch on it, like like the ending of tonight's SmackDown was fantastic, cool. and there's some great things you can do when you have the ability to edit and you have no crowd live there that is going to disrupt your cuts and and and, and your what have you. So, and same thing with the the Hardy entrance on Dynamite, if you you know the teleportation. So there's some things there is some advantages here of not having fans, but in terms of when the bell to bell has to happen, and and you're supposed to feel the energy of the crowd for the babyface to have their comeback, and I just I'm just I'm just I'm really interested to see how they're going to pull this off. Uh, George Barley says, nope, nope, nope. Vince will change it on the fly. <laughs> that's why I think he would shoot alternate endings. and be like, no, I've changed my mind. Show, show ending C. I think that's the best one. Well, that is one of our news stories tonight from Wrestling Inc. is the fact that uh, is some is some talk about how WWE is trying to protect against spoilers getting out uh, and leaks for this mania. Interesting. Um, so... Uh, Mrouse seven nine five six five Glenn just like to say you guys are better than pro wrestling report. <laughs> Things have been better than pro wrestling, but let me uh, take a moment to pivot and put the fans over and say you guys are awesome. So the other night 
we raised money for Culture City and on our World Autism Awareness Day. You guys raised like $450 in the chat through YouTube Super Chats alone. Uh, there were some direct donations that came in, people sending me DMs of their screenshots. Thank you so much for that. If you have not made a donation, you can go direct. Uh, tonight, we're not doing it with the Super Chats, but you can go to culturecity.org. That's Culture City with a K, K-U-L-T culturecity.org slash donate to make a donation. And uh, they do wonderful things to uh, include special needs uh, folks in professional wrestling and other entertainment events. Uh, Matt Morgan's very involved with the charity. And again, we thank you guys for supporting them. You really, really just blew me away the other night with uh, your generosity. Absolutely. I agree. That, that, that total, I mean, that was, I, I don't know what I was expecting. I don't want to say I was, wasn't expecting anything. I knew our fans would donate, but I, I, just, I don't know if I was expecting that. And then, and then we'd see some fans, you know, dro- dropping, you know, 50 bucks a pop. And that was just, you know, and, and, the, and these times right now of record unemployment and, and, and economic decline for people to, to uh, put their money towards uh, something else. That was great. Mr. Matt Morgan. What up? Mayor so we Double th- M. We were uh, thanking the, uh, the crowd thanking the audience for their awesome generosity the other night. Yeah, you're still talking about that crowd quit over something. I'm just joking. Thank you, everybody <laughs> that uh, contributed. I received a private text message from a uh, private text message from a uh, doctor. What are kind of text messages there? From Dr. Uh, uh, Julian Maha, who uh, you guys saw, actually was listening to our podcast and got in our super chat the other night. He is the CEO, the founder of culture city spelled with a k and uh he was so impressed by this he asked me why didn't i tell him ahead of time and truth of the matter is because of what we're all dealing with especially as a city mayor you know so uh yeah i uh, i apologize for not giving him the heads up on it but he was just even more impressed by just screwing around online and seeing what's this wrestling and podcast business talking about culture city let me check on it he checked on it he saw us talking about it promoting it and more importantly you all you viewers and listeners to the show taking your hard-earned money and and putting it in for such an amazing cause like this incredible stuff yeah and matt i was just saying right as you're coming on and then to, when you take into factor that you know the economic decline and record unemployment people still put dug in their pockets and, and did Dude. something for somebody else. That's great to make those donations. This, this is this is crazy. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah. My volume was a little screwed up earlier. I apologize. I would have been on here three minutes earlier at my four-minute mark. I promised I'd be on at uh, Blend, um, but my mic wasn't working. Um, oh. so, so what I wanted to share with you all is, I think I said this the other night, but again, as like a city leader here, um, I've been nonstop just goosebump city and like getting teary-eyed even at times i've seen these like mom and pop businesses that some of them are being told you've got to shut your doors down yeah and yeah. a nail salon did that the other day right as a poor old lady she's probably got to be close to 90 i'm thinking and i knew she wouldn't understand what was happening she doesn't really watch the news that much uh she's from another country so this is her second language so i went into her shop just because I, I know her and, and I went in, I, we at the same breakfast place. So I went into her shop and I, and I had to, you know, break the news to her what's going on. Just so she was following the rules and the new CDC guidelines. And um, it was heartbreaking to tell her this stuff, right? Yeah. The next day, the next day, I repeat, the next day, this, this woman was out there helping out with these other uh, mom and pop uh, uh, marketplace of ours that we had that was able to stay open. 
and on her own accord was helping serve uh, our kids uh, uh, free meals, free lunches for oh, wow. kids that I just couldn't believe it. And this was like about, I don't know, about a week ago before our, uh, our CDC guidelines and, and our executive orders were put into place a little bit more stricter here. And uh, it was just, again, I'm watching the community come together and do so many outside the box things. But these are people that, that don't have much. They don't have that kind of money to afford to be closed down, number one. And yet they take the little they have and it's still here. You have it. It's crazy to watch, man. I'm going to be able to write a book this thick just on my county and city alone, I feel. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Good Samaritan Act I've seen during this. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, two things I thought I predicted would happen. One, people are either going to get 10 times worse than they ever were in mm-hmm. life, or or certain leaders are going to be even worse than they normally are, or certain leaders are going to be 10 times better than they normally are, and others are going to be doing these crazy good acts, these Good Samaritan Acts, that we're all going to be crazy, you know, crazily inspired by. And that's what I've witnessed here. I've been so impressed. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's just, I mean, it's amazing. Just, I think the, not that, uh, you know, I even want to try and say there's a silver lining to this, but I think this is really put into perspective what matters for people. It really, it really, really does. It really does. I've seen a lot of good, see a little bit of bad in comment sections here and there. But uh, again, these are people that are scared right now and they have every right to, you know, go a little crazy in on comment sections every now and then on people because it makes them feel better. So be it, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's crazy. And I think that, uh, part of it, and it's no fault, uh, to anyone because I, of course people are naturally skeptical. We're all best case scenario, wishful thinkers. I think we've seen it even in real time on this podcast over the last month, we've seen people that originally were dismissive, even in the chat room, come around and understand this. And I think now we're at a point of, okay, you know, once you get over the denial and acceptance now, what good can you do? What can you do to make a positive? And um, I have to say, I thought, you know, even John Cena tonight coming out there and and putting it the way he put things in perspective, you know, even in the buildup to the match and talking about what's been going on. um, I, I, would have liked to have seen WWE do a little bit more of that because I think to the fans at home, you've been dying. You've been dying for a John Cena. Absolutely. We are the world. We are the children promo. You've been dying for this. I th- wouldn't that make you, I mean, doesn't John Cena just, he's the one, there's no question. He's the one. Yes. Yeah. Like there's something about John Cena that makes you feel inspired. That makes you feel safe. Like there, he is able to transcend and you know him, uh, you know, a bit as a person, it, it just, it seems sincere. He does not seem like a guy, aside from, you know, never wanting to get married, he does not seem like the kind of guy who behind the scenes drops the mask and is just a raging asshole, you know? Doesn't seem that way. Don't don't ruin my fantasy, Matt. Don't make me say anything. Okay. Um, no, I, I like John, John. John's always been a straight, straight guy, straight shooter to me, always been pretty cool to me. So I always judge people how they act to me more, yeah. more times than not, or how they are in front of me. And but, I'm sure he's um, evolved. I mean, you remember totally when the first Marine lost. came out, he did that. Yeah. You lost at least 100 followers tonight for your claim for John Cena right now. You just lost 10 cool points to our listeners at home. <laughs> They're going, but what? Think, what? He can't I, even get a two-star match. No, how dare you? But I think he's also evolved. Remember, what was it, uh, 14 years ago when the first Marine movie came out, he did that legendary Howard Stern interview talking about, like, banging strippers. Um, you know, and all his exploits. I don't think he's the same person necessarily. I think he has evolved and I think he has grown into oh. his role in the company. 
we all, every one of us, remember how many times I told you guys the, the this is not a secret, but the evolution of, of wrestlers that really get over are the yeah. ones that are able to figure out who the hell they are. And you know, that's the only way I can speak from a male's perspective on this. Maybe it's the same for the females. I'm not sure. But from a male's perspective, you've got a lot of growing to do as a man. And once you, I would say, become a dad as well, and you have a whole new yeah. perspective on the world, it you do grow up. But in John's case, he's not a dad, right? So he's had some other life experiences, though, since that Howard Stern interview, I would argue, that he has had no choice but to mature. Every one of us, every listeners and watchers mm-hmm. of the show right now, uh, where they're at now plus five years from now will be completely different. Um, and I, I wish I could have figured this out much earlier in my career. Um, I was immature very early in my career still. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think even being the mayor of a, of a city like Longwood, I mean, you get to a set, uh, point when you realize there there's something bigger than me. You know, it's it's about oh my us. God, about, yes. And I think that with Cena, I would probably, if I had to guess, I think his work with Make-A-Wish, his work with the troops, I mean, all the yeah. stuff he's done. Has, yeah, I'm he sure could say no to all of that. He, he could say no to all of that. Hey, hey, Vince, I'm busy as hell. You want me to still be in your company? Give me my off days and leave me alone. Nope, he didn't do that. So <laughs> nah. he, he, he don't do that. Yes, Randy Orton is not the person I want out there giving me comforting words. I wouldn't believe it from him. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Although I would say I do follow him on Twitter. I know that's a horrible thing to gauge somebody on, but I will say because he's a dad, um, he's definitely had to have matured there in there somewhere. I, I see him sure. with his kids and stuff. And, and I do see a good dad in there as well with what he does. So, but I know what you're saying. John Cena's captain. He's a captain America, essentially. Yeah. I, I got you. So back to uh, the show in the chat. No. Sax Jr. $5 super chat. Say they should have piped in crowd noise or have people on Skype on the screen since they recorded it. Just my thought. Love the show. Hi, Matt. Um, Charlotte. Up, Mike. Uh, Charlotte Flair today was talking about doing like a live Zoom teleconference of people watching Mania. To have something going on for reactions. That's not a bad idea, actually. Yeah. I want uh, and because these matches were pre-taped, it won't. There wouldn't be a delay because this would all be pre-produced, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's actually that, smart. Yeah, that, that's you know. I think it was the end of Monday Night Raw. I was. I thought about this. And I think I put it on Twitter. This is the first mm-hmm. time in the social media era. Uh, ever that WrestleMania that that, that performers that are, that are people that are going to have a WrestleMania title match are going to be able to watch their match live with the rest of the public, and you know, and WWE is obviously going to edit and do some post production of some of these matches and, and and some things. I mean, like in some ways, some of these performers are going to be watching stuff for the first time with us of themselves at a WrestleMania match. That's wild to think in 2020. Wow. I never thought, T- I never thought. TNA TNA. I did it every week. <laughs> <laughs> But a wrestle, but it wasn't a WrestleMania match. That's the, that's what I'm. That's my point. Like you know, what? Like, <laughs> don't you don't you take away my bound for I'm, glory? I'm not. Glory. I'm not. I'm not taking your bound for glory, glory. I'm just saying you are. I am not. I am error saying a two dollars saying Top Gun was an awesome SmackDown alternative tonight. Rest in peace, Goose. Ah, Top Gun. Yeah, I saw a lot of wrestling fans tweeting about that tonight. I mean, I actually, that's the scary part, is when people are switching channels, we can't do it. But I'm shocked in my Twitter feed live how many people I see that are tuning out to WWE. Yeah, or whatever else is on. I I don't blame them. Yeah. 
Zach Eisendrath, $10. Wow, uh, we should all be at Rick's on the River right now celebrating uh, my best friend Nick's bachelor party with you guys. Can you give uh, Nick a shout-out? Huge fan of the show. Uh, Nick, I'm sure this is a very interesting time to be going into holy matrimony, but uh, yeah, wish we could be there, man. Zach, why'd you have to remind me? Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, no, I, I got the reminder today because I had it on my calendar uh, from you know two months ago when we made the event, and my alert went off saying you're supposed to be at Rick's on the River in ten minutes. I went, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> it made me think about it. This sucks. Why'd you have to remind us? Damn it. I know. Uh, James Jack's five bucks. Buy Dave Lagreca a beer. Um, what what is the story? Behind the, that, why that you mean. chose that for your your background, Justin? Well, it, it was sent to me. Dave's a friend of mine. Obviously, he's, he's the host of the of the serious uh, radio busted open show with uh, with Bubba Ray Dudley and Mark Henry and Dreamer. And Dave incur Dave likes to ha- like Dave likes to see his head, and you see these a lot in the crowd uh, at WB events. And uh, hey, Lagreca, Le- Gre- Le- if you're watching, how in the hell did Dreamer get a show? That's all I got. That's, that's <laughs> how do you put Tommy on a show? I'm, I'm totally joking. Don't get uh, on Tommy. James Jacks, uh, two dollar uh, super chat as well. Uh, T Smitty 3000. Uh, WWE should have used these shows to give a few minutes to the NXT talent they're going to call up, squeeze a video package or match featuring them. I don't think we're getting a mania post mania call up on Raw Monday night this year for a variety of reasons. I'm, I'm, and I'm okay with that. Hold them off, hold them off until this blows over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. So let's talk about this Miz, uh, Miz Morrison promo with Jimmy and Jay Uso, Kofi Kingston, and Big E. What'd you think of this promo tonight, guys? This was a good promo. Yeah. No, this was good. This was entertaining, I thought. But yeah, I, I mean, am I am I wrong for? I thought that this wasn't going to happen. That's what I was saying just before we came on. I that, that that's the thing. I mean, they could still show or shoot some angle that airs during WrestleMania and one of the next two nights. But yeah, we were under the belief that Miz was not going to be part of a match for Mania. So, and they did not address that um, in, in this taping. Now, granted, that might have been decided about the Miz after they already taped this particular SmackDown. So maybe they will address it tomorrow or Sunday, whatever the match is. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's so but hard. this is twice. Time out. This is twice now, though. Justin, this is twice, right? Yeah. Roman Reigns was Monday. That they knew that these yeah. two talents were not going to be wrestling. Well, they just have well, just like with Rome, just like with Roman, later on in the show, they announced tonight who Roman's replacement is. But Triple H said on the record in an interview earlier this week that they were going to ESPN. Ad- I saw it. Yeah, that they were going to like basically address. They were going to like basically he insinuated they were going to have like a a unique angle that would explain why Roman's not in the match, and that hasn't happened. So again, I I, I can only assume they're going to insert some stuff during Mania tomorrow and Sunday that's going to explain to us why the Miz is not in the match, or maybe explain to justify why Roman's not challenging Goldberg. I, I can only assume. And, and and that's okay. No offense to Miz. Nobody's buying WrestleMania to watch Miz, right? Sure. So if they, even if they false advertised him, no no harm, no foul. Roman versus Goldberg, though, big harm, yeah. big foul. Right, right. Yeah. Ah. Uh. We shall see. Uh, Naomi versus Lacey Evans versus Tamina Snuka. Tamina getting her first win in how long, Justin, tonight? Oh, I don't have the stats, but it's uh, well, well, on TV well over probably did, two years. Did, didn't they feature her last Friday, too, we felt? Yeah. Well, she did, it wasn't a match, but they just it was just a, a walk in the promo, and she beat some, beat some ass, but it wasn't a match. This is, the first, this is the first win, an actual win she's got on TV in a couple of years. So good for her. But then she needed to in order to be 
you know, she just physically always has instant credibility. Like when she's getting heat on someone or whipping someone's ass, it's believable usually. Um, sure. Now, whether she gets a win or not, it's a different question. So, yeah, this is good. I, I'm a big Lacey Evans fan too. I, I'm always impressed uh, by her. Always impressed by her. Definitely. She's probably my favorite. I mean, one of my favorites. I take that back. All three looked really good tonight. What did you think about Bailey and Sasha on commentary? MEH. How do you say MEH when people say that on Twitter? Meh. Line, what is that? Meh. 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 That's how I feel. Meh. It was okay. Meh. I mean, they're clearly building something with the two. I mean, do you think that. I don't uh, care. I don't care about it. I do not care yeah. when those two wrestle with each other. I don't care. Okay. There you have it. I would have. I, I cared last year. Yeah. I, well, let me say this, and this is why we'll, we'll talk about why they showed the match they showed tonight and why they didn't show a match I think they should have shown tonight. Uh, but after mm -hmm. Tamina won, Bailey grabbed her title, stared down uh, Tamina. Uh, Bailey hit the ring, keep talking, offered Tamina a handshake. Um, Tamina shook. Uh, yeah, shook uh, Bailey's hand to me to drop Bailey with a super kick and uh, was standing tall, staring down Sasha at the end of this segment. So clearly Tamina, by using Raj Geary booking math, is not winning the championship at WrestleMania this weekend. But um... And Raj, no, I know Raj <laughs> are not watching right now, but uh, you didn't make that, 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 this, this gauge of yours up, by the way. Like, I've fans <laughs> say this for years, for years. When I was still wrestling, I would have fans on Twitter say, wait a minute, does this mean that you're going to lose at the pay-per-view because they had you go over? So, there we go. Hang on, what does it say? Asking, Tamina's never had a title. I mean, maybe an FCW, even, maybe? Mm. It doesn't sound familiar. Um, she's had so many... She's just gotten hurt so much, I think. She's had so many stop-and-go, stop-and-go... Uh, Jay Lane, two dollars super chat saying we need more continuity, like the team bad callback with Sasha and Tamina. I like that tonight. Team bad was like a blip, was like a minute in WWE history, but I like I like when they reference that. Well, I didn't Me realize too. with Tamina, and I, I didn't in, in wrestling terms, I don't, don't want to offend you two guys. I didn't realize how old she is, she's four, 42 years old. Well, you don't want to offend me. You're not, you're, not, you're not offending us. When people tune into this show, they're looking at the old, who's the old guy in the middle? Uh, what's up with middle-aged Fred Durst? But I'm not, actually, but I'm not in my that's what, Man boys. That's what all their, th their thought clouds are saying every time they tune in. <laughs> but I'm not in my 40s. I didn't want to offend the two older guys here. Uh, she's had the 24-7 title, apparently. <laughs> oh, yeah, she did have the 24-7 title. Well, there you go. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so Matt shooting on Raj Geary's booking predictions. Uh, finally, after four years, saying what he really thinks. Raj is um, named not Raj is named. He's, he's named it the Raj he, rule. He's in booking. He's not Raj. You have not made this up. Come on, dude. You know you haven't. The Raj rule. So the question is: We're Friday night, the night before WrestleMania. Uh, what's Raj Geary doing tonight, Matt? What do you think? What's your prediction for what Raj is doing? <laughs> huh. Either watching us, getting pissed that we're not talking about the show, right? Um, we're not talking about SmackDown um, currently in this moment in time. And I'm taking longer because he's getting angrier and angrier by the second that we don't talk and cover the show. Um, what else could he be doing? 
He got me off guard. I don't know. Something to do with Ryback, right? For yeah. sure. Andrew Claterman says he's uh, chilling on the couch with Ryback, watching Goonies, and they're throwing popcorn and Cheetos at each other. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was so much better. Way better than I could have come up with. Yeah. So tomorrow night, it's the three of us. Raj is going to be on Sunday with me and Matt. <laughs> Let's just start calling him Raj. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Tomorrow's WrestleMania, correct? Night one, yes. And Raj is not going to be on his own podcast. Cover WrestleMania. Me, he asked me to do tomorrow night. Wow. When I grow up, I want to be Raj, Gary. <laughs> I do. I do. Uh, anyhow, I'm before having somebody come in. To, hey, any of you guys want to be the mayor of Longwood for for farming? <laughs> Just to <spell> in. <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> Good lord, Raj. WrestleMania? Is that even WrestleMania? <laughs> Anyhow, um let's talk. Uh we had Tucker and Mandy backstage. <laughs> we got more obvious tonight with those glitches. The truth will be heard in big letters over the screen, teasing what would come later. And then we had a replay of WrestleMania 24, Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels, the farewell match for the Nature Boy. Um Great match, all-time classic match, historical match. Matt, why did they show this tonight on the go-home SmackDown before WrestleMania? Um, Because of just how you described it, first and foremost. Also, I think because of the transition into Charlotte. Charlotte was there. I, bear, I mean, she was there, but they didn't really lean on that heavily tonight. Yeah. Charlotte no. didn't come out and cut a promo and say, when I was there, and that's when no, I decided I was going to start wrestling. No, you're right. Honestly, other than, I mean, they're right. it's a classic, but there's been millions of other classics yeah, as well. Show Stone Cold versus The Rock. But, show Hogan versus Andre, if you were just man, showing anything. I got nothing for you. I think they should have shown Bailey versus Sasha at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, and if they didn't, I could almost see... If Bailey and Sasha, if one of them turns on the other one at Mania this weekend, I could see them showing that on next Friday's SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, yeah. but, but I, don't, I don't care about either of their characters right now at all, though. At well, all. but see, I to, to, and I agree with you, but I think that would take me back because that's one of the all time, like, I mean, it's perhaps the all time greatest was. women's match. It's up there. It's definitely a hard argument to argue against. You're correct. And I think if they reminded people it. that they weren't always friends, I think going into Mania, it, I mean, but again, maybe that's why they didn't do it. Maybe it makes it too obvious that a turn is coming. No, no, it's, it's good logic. And what you're, it's good logic. Yeah. Um, Justin, was there anything relevant they, they haven't shown that they could have shown instead in the buildup to, to Mania? Oh, uh, let's see. I mean, they, they showed Cena and, and Bray, which that obviously was very relevant. Um, I'm trying to think what they have shown. We, you know, we saw the Rumble match, which was good for the, the Drew Brock. Yeah, we saw Elimination um, Chamber. I'm trying to think who else is... Fe- I mean, I guess they could have... Uh, well, here's the reason why. I mean, I guess there's more Goldberg matches they could have shown, but the Goldberg matches are usually so quick that it doesn't eat up a lot of time, and that's part of mm. the reason they show these flashbacks is to eat up some time. Right. Um, I'm trying to think who else is like marquee in this, in this mania this year if that would make sense. I mean, I guess... They, you know, Take-taker. you know, they didn't, you know, here's yeah. one, here's one, 
Edge is coming back. They didn't show a single old classic Edge match. That is weird. Now that I think about that, they didn't. That's the whole thing. That's the gimmick. He's coming back after being off for nine years. They didn't show any one of the mania. You know, so that that actually kind of throws me. Off. I think that would be my answer for you, Glenn. Why not show an Edge match? No, I think that makes sense. Or even uh, KO versus Rollins, the Universal Championship match that they had with mm-hmm. Triple H handing KO the title. That was, on a, that was on a Raw, though, wasn't it? It was, but still, but it's storytelling. Yeah. I think it was a four-way. I can't remember what the stip was. Uh, Michael Sachs Jr. saying, I know this is off topic. Get Cody out of no title shot. Let him win the TNT Championship. He could turn that title for AEW Championship match. Thanks. He's in the <laughs> tournament for the TNT Championship. Yes. Um, well, but he has the no title shot. I don't know. I don't know. Michael, we appreciate the super chat. But yes, AEW, well, come on. If we're if we're talking about AEW the night before WrestleMania, like WWE, like I'm not even thinking about AEW tonight. This is still WrestleMania freaking weekend. You know what? I'm home. It's pre-taped. I don't care. We're getting two nights instead of one. Like if WWE can't it. see, I'm trying to. I'm trying really hard. Mania is the one what, weekend Glenn, of the year. Glenn, yeah. I said I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I said the same thing though last year, and I could have sworn the year before that I don't have the same excitement that I always had every year, even as a wrestler for the opposite company of yeah. being excited for WrestleMania weekend. And I haven't had it the last, this is the third year now. Yeah. Well, uh, we should get excited for this because Cole showed us what happened to Elias at the hands of Baron Corbin last week and wondering, will mm-hmm. Elias be able to compete against Baron at WrestleMania? Okay, that, that's oh, no. the, the the funny part. But the funny part was that he went from that to then saying, and now Braun Strowman's going to face Goldberg for the Universal Championship at WrestleMania. Like, no mention of Roman Reigns. No storyline. They just announced it. I don't care. I'm happy about this for Braun's sake. I'm very happy about this. Bring him the championship, big fella. It's about freaking time, let's hope. Yeah, I agree. This is this was my pick that I wanted to have happen as well, and I've been... Screaming for Braun to beat Brock a couple I, years ago, you know. I will point out, I did predict this before that guy in the middle did. I'm just want to reclaim that. That's not true. I just, I totally did. No, no. I said that Braun going to be the fill-in, and then you said the same. Ooh. No, I, I said it otherwise. This is this is just the first time you heard me say it. I so, said, it, yeah. You said it the same week as I did, but you People, said it after me. I've You're, been, right, I, I've been screaming for four years. Braun should have won. This has been so have I. All right, on the same show after <laughs> I say it every time. But, you guys are arguing over right, who's been on. riding Braun Strowman I, longer. No, because <laughs> let, let me let me let me explain something to the fans out there. You really want to fire up? Uh, um, let's see, a wrestling reporter or a wrestling website <laughs> owner, or a wrestling newsbreaker, someone that breaks the news and rumors and what's happening in the gossip, right? Just say that you predicted something before them and they will lose their ish. A.K.A. Raj and Justin. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? Um, Nobody here- cares if we predicted it, Justin. Nobody cares. I can't. Care. I get DMs from people. I got a message on Instagram tonight about the uh, the hacker thing, being like, "You predicted this, dude!" Like, and it's like I don't even remember no, predicting. Some that. of your predictions, okay. First of all, some of your predictions are just freaking crazy out of left field. There was one you did last year, which I even gave you props for. Oh, Charlotte um, getting the title no, off Oscar right before Mania. Was it that? It was something pretty like 
mm, I can't see this ever happening. It happened. Yeah, I don't know. Was it that? I think that that was the one that I was even shocked where I was like, like literally, I was just yes. I picked that because that, that was a random series of events that had to happen. But let me predict this. So Matt, you said Braun is a placeholder champion. Let me predict how this is going to go down. I think Braun's going to win and mm -hmm. hold up the title and give mm -hmm. some condescending talk to Roman where he says, uh, you're someone who couldn't be here tonight. This one's for you, little guy. Hope you get better soon or some shit like that, throwing some shade at him. Huh. And that will set it up for Roman to come back and chase Braun. Interesting. Interesting. I would like to see it. Well, if Brock holds the holds on to the title, champion versus champion. Oh, Braun versus Brock. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't. Know. You know, I, maybe, I don't Brock, because we've Brock seen that still owes him favors, in my opinion. Yeah. Don't you think, Justin? Brock owes him the favor still. I agree, but the problem is, if they did that, I think once again it'll be more of the same. They'll try to make they'll try to protect Braun, but they but they won't let Braun win. Like I've been, yeah. I've seen, I, I've watched Braun and Brock live a couple times. All the big pay per view matches I've watched live, and I and I've walked away infuriated because I'm like, all right, they tried to protect Braun, but they should have just pulled the trigger and let him have the title. I just want to see him hold that title up, and I want to do my big Braun impression that he does. I just want to hold the title. I just want to I, if he if he wins it this weekend, I'm doing the Braun impression. That's all I want to see. He needs that damn title. <laughs> You're doing the Braun impression. Yes, Braun Strowman. If you're watching, if that doesn't inspire you to win yes. the title, forget. Forget your long epic journey and how you became a WWE superstar, lived out your childhood dream, and here's your other childhood exactly. dream of winning the world championship, right? But Justin is going to imitate your entrance and roar if you win. So that don't lay a fire under your ass. I don't know what will. Let's see it, big guy. And I'm not talking about Ryback. I'm talking about you, Braun Strowman. Big guy. <laughs> Do you think Roman or anyone who's out of this mania, I mean, not anyone that's in quarantine, but people <laughs> that are like sort of opted out, do you think there's any heat? On them in this situation, nope. zero. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know uh, what to think. I mean, it's like the Saudi Arabia thing, right? It's like they say anyone can opt out, but uh, who knows? Um, no, because I no, because that's not yeah. true. I got heat for missing. Um, what, oh, the very first uh, Christmas for the troops. It was the very yeah. first one that WWE was ever going to have, and I asked like eight months in advance. To go to Hawaii to ask my uh, future father-in-law for his permission to marry his daughter. Um, you can't just fly to Hawaii every other day. Um, and this was set in stone. And we had to set up our wedding and all this other stuff. And, uh, and I had heat for that. You know what I mean? So um, Rob Van Dam did too. And uh, for missing it. So with Saudi Arabia, the, the guys they didn't have the same heat like that we would get over it, but I would argue they still did get some heat from Saudi Arabia a little, a little bit. Um, with this, with a pandemic going on, I would argue it's the opposite way, opposite way around. Yeah. Um, that WWE is the one that potentially is going to have heat for continuing to let their wrestlers, I was not live, but this week to continue to let their athletes and last week perform one-on-one -on -one like that, touching one another. Oh, yeah. I mean, tonight you could see when Sami Zayn was talking, like there was spit particles, like you could visible spit flying out of his mouth. And it's no disrespect to Sami Zayn. Uh, but with the Roman thing, look, they mismanaged that because they had Roman and Goldberg face to face two weeks ago, live on TV. And you're yeah. telling me they couldn't have filmed that match then. Like this is all on them, all on them. I wouldn't even put Roman in that predicament. Yeah. But what I'm saying, he was there. He was there already face to face with Goldberg. Why not shoot it then? 
I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Eddie Omang saying, why isn't Orton an edge on the poster for Mania? Um, good question. Uh, I, agree. For- I agree. I um, agree. Anthony Martin's uh, Buck 99 saying, if WWE announced the matches for each day, not that I've seen yet, we know Owens versus Seth is happening tomorrow night. Yeah, that's the only one that they've given date for, and we have, um, and this makes sense, but we've heard that they are going to obviously try to balance it so each world title match on a different night, they'll try to, you know, we know the Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse match will both be um, filmed off site. So they'll put one on each night. So we know they're going to try to balance and equal it out. But we, you know, other than Rollins and, and uh, KO, we don't know. And, and supposedly, all the way up till today, WWE is still deciding. So supposedly today they finalize on the order of which they're going to show everything. Oh. But this is not going to be linear. So it's not like you're going to have, con- not like you're going to have Michael Cole saying in one match, this is just like when so and so did this earlier, or coming up next. Like, you know, it, it's not going to be a linear show in that regard. It's going to be very much, it seems, just these isolated, isolated things that are just pieced in the order that they want. So, let's see. Matthew Turo, five dollars. My theory on running this empty mania is because the XFL season got canceled. Vince is trying to save money. We'll get to why I don't think that's true in a second. But uh, by the way, Matt, uh, he says he also has a six-year-old nonverbal autistic son. Thank you for your work. Thank you. I appreciate you uh, giving me a shout-out like that. Thank you, Matthew Tatura. Yeah. Uh, but Matthew, to your point, they're losing money. They're not saving money by not doing Mania. I mean, this is a huge financial loss for WWE, especially you look at those records recently um, that we're making around on Twitter about how much cities actually pay WWE and how – they handle the payments for this. Like WWE, it's part of the reason they didn't want to cancel this. It's part of the reason why they don't want to, you know. 100%. Yeah. Um, so Dolph Ziggler versus Tucker. Tucker won by DQ. That's not what this match is about. That's not what we care about. What we care about is the truth. The truth was heard. We had a hacker cut in, and that hacker used his, I'm assuming it's a man, his high-tech hacking skills to have secret videotape of what really <laughs> went down on Otis and Mandy Rose's date. And wouldn't you know it, uh, when Otis was like, hey, I'll see you soon, uh, Sonia took Mandy's phone and sent the text message that caused uh, Otis to show up late for the date that um, then uh, we saw Sonia secret video footage this hacker had of Sonia interacting with Dolph Ziggler saying they're both going to get what they want. Not sure what it is that, that Sonia wanted. I'm assuming maybe it's to hurt Mandy. Uh, certainly not romantic if she was hooking her up with Dolph Ziggler. Uh, but we didn't see the identity of the hacker. But, oh, my God, they took these high-tech hacking skills into these video feeds. And you think about all the, all the corruption they could have exposed, all the secrets we could have found out. What's Vince McMahon like when he's alone? No. This hacker said, I'm going to get to the bottom of this incident. Between uh, Otis and Mandy, how do you? Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> this was very. This was very much a 2020 modern technology spin on GTV. Remember GTV that they did short for a while, uh, and WWE when you'd see the the you'd see the hidden cameras of Val Venus and the Big Show in a urinal, or you'd see all these different things. Yeah. I think it was like around 99. It's what well, this is just basically GTV all over again. <sighs> Michael, Michael Caserta, $5 super chat saying the hacker should be our truth doing a modern persona of his TNA gimmick, possibly Xavier Woods reinventing himself. I'm pretty sure it's Ali. Yeah, I think so. You think this is Ali? Well, the circle is his circle. The circle, the light circle. 
Oh boy. Well, at least it's something. Yeah. So what'd you think of this reveal, Matt, that it was, it was uh, Sonya, which I think we did predict on this podcast, uh, different motivation though. But what, what did you think of, I predicted uh, that. Yeah. I, I predict, who I predict predicted that. it first? I predicted it. <laughs> um, I don't care. I really don't care about this at all. I feel bad. I feel like I really want to be positive. It's Mania weekend. I respect that they're doing this, but this, like, even the hacker thing, like, this is like the lamest use of hacking ever. This isn't war games. We didn't hack the Department of Defense. Okay, but here, here's the deal, Glenn. Most of the time when somebody does hacking and things like that, it's because they have a personal interest in the party they are hacking. So, therefore, okay. they learn all these skills, and they're so um, it's so important to them to do it because they care about the party that they're about to hack, right? So, it's not like somebody just was born with these crazy great hacking skills, and they have all these different places they can go hack and use their skills on. Do you know what I mean? Because then, yes, you'd be right. Why not use it for bigger purposes? This is definitely a, what's the wording I would use for this? Like a, not self-made reason, but a, uh, it has something to do with the storyline as to why, like with, with one of these characters, as to why this person became the hacker. I would guess that, I think that's a good theory, but I don't see like, what it would be. Because, because what you're describing is the modern day electronic version of uh, Repo Man essentially? Yeah, <laughs> that that they could go that they just go around hacking people. He's the hacker. Look out! It's the hacker. I think that's what the it's hacker. gonna be. I, and I think this whole the truth will be exposed thing. I think the hackers gonna be like, I'm gonna expose more truths about the WWE. I mean, not real ones about like why don't they have a union and why are they considering independent contractors? They don't get health care. What's their deal with Saudi Arabia? No, not real truths, but truths Glenn, like who sent the text message. Glenn, what? don't ever interrupt my bit ever again. People were about to laugh at that, and you took a fat pile of steaming dumperoo all over it okay so what else is the hacker gonna do matt give me give me more of your hacker pitch here too late too late too i was late. yes and it funny anymore i was improv with funny you anymore the hacker it's not funny anymore it came and it went the creative <laughs> strokes of genius that i have coming up <laughs> the creative strokes <laughs> and it just went uh justin lopez two dollars why would ali care about female drama i don't i don't know he's exposing the truth he's the hacker maybe ali has a crush on one of the girls so he's trying to explain that's a like go back to that's a massive question more importantly um why not i don't know supposing he is supposing he supposing he does care about female drama so what maybe ali has a maybe maybe the hacker has a, a, a vendetta against Dolph ziggler didn't like the fact that oh. Dolph ziggler's uh being there's yeah it's definitely i agree it's going to be something with these characters that made the hacker start hacking joey dorgen is saying what if tucker hired the hacker uh <laughs> oh okay wait, hang on what's wrong with that that's good i mean th- but this is all like very freaking elaborate i yeah. again this goes back to the thing and now justin you said the other week <clears throat> Uh, with AEW and the uh, Damascus thing, why would a 3,000-year-old immortal deity care about wrestling? And you started asking questions about why would a dead man care about this? Why would uh, so-and-so no, you that ask the questions. No, you, but you said if you start thinking about that, oh, all yeah. wrestling falls apart very It quickly. does. 
Oh yeah. You can't. Yeah, yeah. you can't. Well, here's the thing. This is true. Are you guys going to be happy or unhappy if we start seeing the hacker get involved in more storylines? So all of a sudden, it's not anything involving Mandy, Sonia, Dolph, or Otis. It's it, he's just being uh, he's just being a troll to everybody else in the roster. He's, you know, like maybe the that. maybe the hacker will reveal why Roman Reigns is not in the match. Oh, that could happen this weekend. Maybe, maybe he, maybe the hacker will show some video of Braun Strowman sabotaging Roman Reigns, like you know, uh, you know, hitting him with a car or uh, locking his car, you know, doing something to prevent Roman Reigns from being able to make it there. Maybe that's it. I will pay you guys if we can stop talking about the hacker. <laughs> but Matt, I want to put you over for a second because now uh, the gimmick is going to be known as the hacker. <laughs> Matt has completely branded this character. The hacker, the hacker Matt. The hacker Matt Morgan. What if it's Matt Morgan? What Holy if it shit. is Matt Morgan? Ooh, it's not Matt. Matt. <laughs> That's exactly what the hacker would say. That's exactly what the hacker would say. <laughs> I am not Matt Morgan. <laughs> Why on earth would you think that? <laughs> I would have got away with it too if it wasn't for you meddling kids. <laughs> I beg of you guys, please. <laughs> please. Matt, this is Matt's favorite gimmick. Somebody make a, a the hacker this... T-shirt. And send it to Matt. Um, maybe it's Raj. Maybe, maybe it's Raj. That's why Raj has been on this podcast. He's too busy hacking. All right, please start muting his microphone and just please okay. get to the next segment. So Daniel Bryan versus Shinsuke Nakamura. How could we possibly yes. enjoy this match? After we just had the hacker reveal himself, and now we have to clear our minds of that to watch this technical excellence. Uh, Easily. I did, and it was my favorite part of the night. I love this match. It was great. It was good. This would be crazy. This will be Sami Zayn's first match on television in WWE in a long, long time, and he's going to have a Mania match. I'm trying to think of the last time he actually had a match on TV. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So Cesaro hit the ring uh, to break up uh, Yes Lock. Daniel Bryan won by DQ. Is Daniel Bryan wrestling this weekend? Are we going to get Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn? Yeah, are we? Isn't that, isn't that what's advertised? Well, is that, I, but again, what's advertised, that's why I'm saying I thought that was one of the rumors was uh, that D. Bry might be out this weekend. I, I saw the rumor of like maybe – I saw. I don't. I don't even want to go. To, I don't even know how substantiated it is. Whatever. I won't go into it. Okay. As far as I know, he's wrestling. But. Okay. No, it'll be a great match. Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it will. I think that's going to be fantastic. Yeah, it will. This match was great tonight. Seriously, if you skip SmackDown, like, not a lot to watch. Maybe like, and trust me, fast forward through the hacker thing. You'll thank us later. Um, but. Don't yeah, I would that. watch this match and uh, Cena's uh, promo tonight. I think we're the high points. Hang on. Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah. Speaking of which, let's talk about Cena's promo. Coming out there tonight, dissing Bray Wyatt, uh, but talking about the current events, the current circumstances, and uh, saying he's been challenged to a Firefly Funhouse match, and no one can tell him what it is. He thinks that he, Bray Wyatt doesn't even know. And that's exactly what The Fiend wants, because The Fiend loves uncertainty. Hard. Yeah, great. But I like this. Cena says uncertainty leads to fear. Fear fear can lead to panic. 
Panic leads to collapse. So wait a second. That's from Point Break. Well, I was going to say it's right it now what everyone's dealing with within our pandemic. I thought that was a, a nod to that, actually. Oh, maybe. But well, if that's but, an exact quote, obviously not. No, it's not <laughs> the same. The quote point break was fear causes hesitation, and hesitation will cause your worst fears to come true. The words of Bodhi. Man, that's such we, a great movie. I know. I'm just gonna like, let's is. just pause for a second. Point break easily in my top 20, if not top 10 movies of all time. And I get so pissed when I'm scrolling the TV it, guide and it says point break and it's that damn remake they did a few years ago. Ugh. Matt. Hey, would you put Roadhouse in yours? As well? Not in my top 20. I love Roadhouse, but I don't love Roadhouse because it's good. Let me just put it that way. Like Roadhouse is entertaining huh. as hell, but it's not like legitimately a great movie. It's almost like a self-parody, I think. Yeah. I mean, Point Blank is definitely better, no question. But Can I get... Magic Sweezy movies are pretty damn good, though. So Dirty fun... Dancing? Better than most men will admit. Dirty... It is. Dirty Dancing was a good movie. It just say what you will about it, make fun of it, but that was a good movie. Red Dawn? Even Ghost. Even when I saw Ghost oh. the first time, I was like, oh, I'm again Red... like teary-eyed. Like... Red Dawn, Red Dawn made me cry after I was a little kid and I cried watching that. Dude, like Justin, you're too young to remember this. Matt and I, after Red Dawn, how long, how many years did you think in your head the Soviets could really invade? The shit's going down. I'm going to go to the woods, you know? Oh my God. Very scared. And like, so like a Hulk Hogan would like beat up Nikolai Volkov. And you know what I mean? Like that was a big deal when we were kids. So how about how about with Point Break? So they they shot all the skydiving stuff with the stunt double with the with the expert, but Patrick Swayze on his off time and, and he's telling his agent, please don't tell the movie studio because I don't want them to like shut me down because of insurance. Patrick Swayze was getting up extra early and taking skydiving jumps, like getting trained, getting certified. He got certified. They went back and they reshot all the skydiving stuff with him because he insisted on it because he wanted to he wanted it to be authentic and be him in the air, not a stunt double, and that was him. Miss Patrick Swayze. It's sad knowing he's uh, hasn't been with us for God, what at least ten years now. Yeah. Anyhow, so props to John Cena. Anything that makes me think of Point Break is uh, is a good thing. Uh, by the way, if it if it turns out Raj Geary's never seen Point Break, I'm quitting this podcast. I'm done. I'm just done. Done. Oh, I'll pr- I can predict that. I can see that if he's not seen Goonies, like seriously, Goonies is an is a that's a pretty basic movie to not missed. That's true. He said the other night he never saw like Pee Wee's Big Adventure on Twitter. There was like a thread of all these movies that Raj never saw. But he was bragging about having seen all the Police Academy movies. (laughs) I was like, I've seen all the Police Academy movies. There's nothing to brag about, homie. (laughs) 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 Yeah. It was, it was, it was. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it was really like a bad, it was, it was bad. It was bad, bad, bad. Right, wait, did Rise on his own just offer a bad information that he's seen every police academy? Or he did. Say, How about police again? <laughs> okay, so the exact, I'm going to find the exact tweet because, yeah, this this was just embarrassing for a boy here. Uh, like, seriously, like, like Ryback. Ooh, you know what? We got to, okay, here's what I want everyone to do. We got to get Ryback in. I'm the Raj never seeing like these classics. I think if Ryback gives him shit about it, Raj is going to do like homework and study. <laughs> like learn a bunch of Goonies <laughs> trivia. 
Like, that'll do it. While you're looking that up, I'll just yeah. wrap. I'll just wrap up the wrestling yes, part. Yes, please. With, I would just say the editing was great with the puppets popping up. Yeah, that... fiend, the fiend on the perch, and then Bray Wyatt in the sweater appearing behind John Cena. The editing that was again one of the advantages you have of having well a tape done. show, empty arena. Yeah, this was well done. That really was. That was slick. Yeah, I thought it was a really good promo. I like the puppets. Um, it was. Yeah, I, I just they this this match. There is no reason this should not be the match of the weekend in terms of creativity, pushing the envelope, wow. and just being yeah. entertaining as all get out. Okay, I'll take all that. I, I hope for all that because they could do anything. There's no constraints. They've got, they've got the character to do it with. I hope they do it. I mean, they put freaking snakes in the middle of the ring versus Randy Orton. I mean, I like to think they could do something cooler here for Bray Wyatt with this incarnation of himself. Yeah, if they shoot this, you know, very cinematic and they edit it like a Hollywood horror movie, this could be really, really fun. Anthony Martin's Buck 99 saying, what's this match supposed to look like? Literally, I mean, I think it should look, it, it should, the ch- set should change. It should be in the Firefly Funhouse. <laughs> we should see it get like dark and crazy. Bray should be able to be any character he wants see- in this. He should, he should be terrorizing John Cena in this match. Can, can, I, can I say something really quick? I, I think the Randy Orton burning down the Wyatt house was severely underrated. I thought that was pretty damn cool. No, that was great. Everyone made fun of that. Everyone was making fun of that, I remember, afterwards. They were clowning it. I never could. Fa- I never understood why. I was like, am I just like a dorky wrestling fan now? And I think cor- stuff that's corny is really cool. <laughs> am I out of touch? Because it was getting made fun of a lot. Um, I, re- I remember that. This would be the perfect setup, uh, you guys. Please stop reading those. Um, Sorry. This would be the perfect setup for that 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 background. Yeah. Um, the aesthetic of, of that type of house, that that the way the camera shots were shot in that, the angles that were shot in it in that home versus Cena. This would be the perfect fit for that, actually. With more things added to it, though. I'm almost thinking like, and here's here's something I don't normally do, a recent pop culture reference. Uh, like in uh, the last Spider-Man Far From Home, the whole sequence when Mysterio is like t- tormenting uh, Peter Parker. Like, Peter Parker, like, yeah. I mean, they should be able to do like some really crazy shit. This should be, I, I hope like 90% of their creative energy went into this match because I'm going to be so disappointed if it's like, mm-hmm. and Matt, to your point, Randy Burton de- burning down uh, the shack was awesome. But the House of Horrors match and that Mania match when they were projecting shit on the ring, that was lame. So that's what I meant. Wait, 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 which one was the House of Horrors? Weren't they inside that house before Randy burned it or no? No, that was just like some random house that they had a match in and like threw each other against the fridge and then... Yeah, I thought, see, that's what I'm talking about. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. I like that. See, really? You see, everyone made fun of it. Yeah. It, was a ra- it was a random house in Missouri, uh, like on the outskirts of St. Louis. And they, I, I think everyone the con... I think the concept was good. It was just, I don't know. I thought they, it could didn't they finish in the arena? Didn't they like drive to the arena to finish the match live? I, I seem to recall uh, there was something. Not. I don't remember. I hope but, not. I don't remember that part. Oh, but God. here's the other thing, not. though. Like Firefly, like like this this Fiend character is also, in my opinion, in the in the dichotomy between the Fiend character and the, and sweater vest Bray Wyatt is far more interesting than what Bray Wyatt was at that point in time with that match against Randy Orton. So like and I, I think there's so much yes, more potential they, there's more potential they could do with this. Yes, yeah, there is. Like you could have you could have Cena fighting the fiend with the, the mask and everything. And then again, 
a flicker of lights, and all of a sudden there's Bray Wyatt standing there trying to give him uh, heartwarming advice, and then he, and then like I mean, like it, it could be such a mind trip, you know. Or he could say, "Hey, come on, John, let's pump some iron. You like to pump some iron? Meet my buddy, the Muscle Man. Yeah, the, do the Muscle Man dance. Yep. Black Star Zero would lose his shit. Oh my god! I best WrestleMania ever. I want the Muscle Man. The mm-hmm. Muscle Man, I think, is to to borrow a phrase, money in the bank. I think that could just that could be huge. Yeah, I agree. That's the best character. That's his funniest character. Absolutely. I I pop more for that than I would seeing the fiend for the twentieth time. Black Star Zero four ninety nine super chat. I saw that Cena never won the IC title. Is that true? And if so, do y'all think he should get it before he retires? Uh, no, I think it's meaningless. Yeah, it's Why? not his speed. No, that's right. He got the U.S. title of Mania twenty versus Big Show. That's right. He never got Intercontinental. That's a very true statement. And then he won that U.S. a couple of years ago. Where he did that open challenge, that Cena open challenge, where like KO made the debut and stuff like that, and that made the U.S. title valuable again for a period of time. Yeah, he doesn't need he doesn't need the IC. It's not he he needs to win that world title again. He's going to make that. He's going to have that record. He's going to have that break that flare record. Wrestling enthusiast Buck ninety nine super chat. I was at the Orton Wyatt pay per view. It was horrible. I was just looking it up. I forgot they showed that match to the live crowd like the pre-tape on the screen um yeah it just did not play well i remember at the time especially in the audience um but uh oh anthony martin someone's got a crush matt your laugh is contagious what is that really what that says that's what it says thank you um thank you anthony Anthony Martin's also wanting to know what are you guys expecting with the gimmick matches? I mean, we're going to have the Boneyard match, the Firefly Funhouse match. Are we going to? I hope we get more than just those. The only other one I could see being a gimmick match is maybe if they put Orton and Edge like in like a back alley brawl, but otherwise, I think the rest of them will be in the ring. Because since Orton and Edge are mm-hmm. last man standing, about uh, the build. I'm just going to be honest. All of this is hard to talk about. Like it's. For me right now, I am so uninterested, and I hate saying this. I'm just not interested. Well, the pivot, Matt, Bob the Builder, $2 Canadian, saying, what's your favorite promo of all time? Ooh, oh, boy. One of the rocks, I'm sure. I'm sure it has to be one of the rocks. Any rock highlight, YouTube clip, I'll watch. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I would say, I would say, any Jake the Snake promo, hmm. or and this is and then this is an easy one, but it's just because of the context of what it meant. The Austin three sixteen at the King of the Ring in Milwaukee. I mean, that's just oh yeah. You know, to use the to use the connection of he just beat Jake Roberts, who was very religious at the time. You sit there, you talk about your songs, your John three sixteen. You dump your Bible. I mean, it's that was the, what <laughs> what I'm reliving Please history. Stop. Hey Matt, if they shut down wrestling, we're just gonna do that one week. We'll just come on here and each recite like our favorite promos, word for word. I will gleefully <laughs> call in sick. Yes. Um, for you me, there, you thump your Bible. You talk oh, about John sixteen. <sighs> uh, for me, I'm gonna go more recent. I mean, aside from Piper, I was. I think the pipe bomb. I mean, and that was an instant <laughs> classic. I mean, in the sense oh, that, that happened. Okay. Okay, that's 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 up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so okay, wait, I got one. Wait, wait, okay. really quick. What about Rock 
Rock versus the NWO backstage. We clowns Razor, Diesel, and Hogan. What year was that? I'm trying to think if I was watching weekly at that time. The three of them just started, NWO. They're backstage, they're bumping the rock, like, hey, rock, we'll get a picture with you. And uh, it would have been 02, I think. Fucking, he jabroned all three of them immediately in that promo. Like, I'll have to go back and watch that. It was rock, because up until that, to me, like, NWO was still like the the top kings of the, the business for me, still. And the rock just cut them down like this, all Matt, three at the same time. Matt, is that the one that when he gets to Nash, he goes, Kevin Nash, Big Daddy Cool. Like, do you think? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wait, did this Dude, happen? And, and he, I'm sorry. What? Go oh, ahead, man. Fuck, it's your show. We're just on it. Go ahead. Just fly <laughs> away with these stupid questions. Go. Did Cena post a promo before SmackDown? Someone saying that I was like, if he called him that, like that's awesome. I didn't see that online. Did you see that? Yeah, Cena had no. some. Cena had a online. He was he was calling. Um, he said that the Fiend is Husky Harrison a mask. He he like he did a lot of shooting on the Bray Wyatt Fiend character, but then it's been since deleted. Um, so but yeah, that, that that is a that is a story that's out there. Do you People. think that's fake, Matt? when wrestlers will tweet something and then delete it. I mean, that's the point. They really don't regret it because I mean, dude, stuff you tweet, Matt, like if you tweeted something and deleted it, no, people would take no, I would say that they told them to take that down. I don't think he on his own would just take that down. John Cena, he can tweet whatever the hell he wants to tweet. I bet you they, they told him to take that down because it wasn't going to help the match. Or something. He, I he, he did it in a WWE interview. It, he was interviewed by the ring, by the WWE, like by WWE, like WWE, WWE had tweeted, John Cena has strong words for Bray Wyatt. He does this minute long promo sh- saying these things and then they had since pulled it off. So they must have did it. The digital team must have did it. And then Vince or some decision maker said, no, he's, 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 he's burying yeah. Bray Wyatt and the Fiend too much yeah. to pull it down. Yes. yes. I don't think it has anything to do with John himself doing, taking it down. Yeah. Huh. I'll have to go check that out. Uh, Anthony Martin's, man, Anthony Martin's just just tossing it out. $2 bills at a time here tonight. Wants to know uh, my favorite 90s alternative band. I'll put that to you guys first. Matt, your favorite 90s alternative band. Pearl Jam, if I had a pick one, or Nirvana. Um, ooh. Nirvana. Stone, Temple, Stone Temple Pilots. Interesting. Um, I don't of, like if we're talking pure like alternative, I would probably say the Lemonheads. Um, for me, of course you would. Of course you would. Well, if if we were to open it up a little more, I would say I remember we had this conversation before where I said mathematically and scientifically, Bare Naked Ladies is my favorite band of all time. I don't think they're the best band or the band that I want to listen to the most, but they're the band that I've seen the most live. I know the most of their songs. Like I know the most about them. Uh, but no, I think the, I mean I don't know. I mean Nirvana's good, but Matt's kind of to your point. Like Pearl Jam, Nirvana. I mean those are great records, but I'm sure you've got like some bands that you pop for big time. I don't mo- like alternative music. I listen to '80s heavy metal. So you asked me a genre I hate and don't even like. Really? If I had a gun to my head, I would pick Nirvana because I like three of their songs. I hate, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Like, I hate alternative music. Are you kidding me? Those are they always whining and crying and. I didn't like that crap. I liked heavy metal. Were you a big new metal fan? Nope. 80s. Gotcha. Well, you know what's funny about Pearl Jam? That's part of the reason they remixed 10, because when Pearl Jam came out, alternative 
grunge wasn't a thing. I mean, that record was mixed like a metal record at the time, like reverb on the vocals. I mean, the whole style of it. It's interesting to think of their evolution. Anyhow, uh, back to Disco Scotty, $5 saying our predictions for the headlining match each night this weekend. And that's a good pivot to what Raj emailed us and was like, talk about your mania predictions. He likes to crack that whip. Yeah, he did. To send emails and texts. (laughs) Um, the worst part is Disco Scotty is for my friend from my hometown, and he's making me do more work. Thanks, Disco Scotty. <laughs> and he's making Raj richer, not you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, wait. So, what is it? We got to give our headline. Wait. What? He wants to know which match what we think it? is going to headline each night. Both nights. Yeah, like five. Um. Ugh. Didn't they give it to us already by saying KO and Seth first night? That's the only match they've told us what day is going to be on for sure, but we don't know the order. That's why I was wondering if that's the main event then. Um, hmm. Goldberg Braun, because Braun's going to win the title, I think. So night two, Goldberg Braun. Hmm. Night one. And how about this for a prediction? Taker versus AJ. Wow. I definitely. Becky Shayna. No, you I don't think the. Are you out of your mind? No, Are you out of your freaking mind? The women's main that event at Mania last year it has nothing to do with women or men. It has to do with that is a freaking frozen cold angle. Okay. Yeah, that's not it's, seriously. That is frozen. I would put Charlotte and Rhea ahead of that. I swear to God, I would. We're on top of that. I mean. I'll say this. I, I think I think the I think the Braun Goldberg because you always have to think what's that closing shot they want to end Mania on. So yeah, night Braun two I agree. Title right. So I night night two I agree. Braun winning the title. The tough thing is we'll get to it with the Brock Drew match. I don't know if that title is going to change. So I could even see for night one. Oh. For night for night one, if it's not Brock and could Drew, be. and if if Brock and Drew doesn't end night one, it's yeah. because Drew's not winning. If so, if if right. Drew's not going to get that title, night one I could see. Orton versus Edge. Goldberg if it's in it, Braun. yeah. Goldberg Braun, night two, night one, Edge and Orton. Why? Okay, if the deal is Drew wins the title, which I do not see him doing here. If Drew wins, he ends it. it He's got to end it if Drew wins on night two. But I, then, if that's the case, then I would say Braun Brock, night one. Night one, correct. Yeah, I agree with that logic. Yeah. Because remember, because the, the Braun Goldberg matches are not going to be very long, so you could get away with having a short match to end night one, knowing you still have a whole another night to right. go. We shall, we see. shall see. Well, they can't have. I would say, you know, if not for the current situation, I could see if they were going to keep it on Becky and bring Ronda back. This would be a good time to to do that for the surprise. But I don't think That's Ronda's going to Skype in and be like, "Becky, I'm coming back." Yeah, and you're not going to have Ronda drop in saying I'm coming back when WWE really doesn't know when, <laughs> doesn't they're, know when they're coming back. Yeah, so. Uh, so let's go down the match card. 16 matches. Matt Morgan, let's do this uh, lightning round what? here style. Lightning round. Oh, come on. Fine. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Who you got? Rhea Ripley. Justin? Rhea Ripley. Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre. Matt Morgan. Brock Lesnar. Justin? I can see Vince being stubborn, not wanting to change against the virus. He still sticks with Drew. Goldberg versus Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. Braun. Justin said Braun Strowman. 
Becky versus Shayna Baszler. Um, Becky. Becky. John Cena versus The Fiend. 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 Bailey versus Lacey Evans versus Naomi versus Sasha Banks versus Tamina. Lacey. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to say Bailey holds on to it. The Undertaker versus AJ Styles. Better be AJ. Taker. KO versus Seth Rollins. I really don't even care. Um, <laughs> um I'm so uninterested in this. Not because he did balance, but just, you know. Um Jesus uh, KO loses a lot, Seth. I'll go KO. The Miz and Morrison versus the New Day versus the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. <laughs> I thought they can, I thought they can wrestle. I thought Miz cannot wrestle. I think it's going to be one each for me, one from each team. I think Morrison wins. Then holds on to the titles for his team. Something, something like that. Uh, yeah, I'd go. Uh, yeah, I'd go with that. No, no, no need to move the titles then. Street Profits versus. I'm sorry. Yeah. The other two don't need the titles. Sorry. Street Profits versus who? Versus Austin Theory and Angel Garza. Gee, I wonder. Street Profits. Street Profits. Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley. Alistair Black. Uh, yeah, Alistair Black. Yeah, Alistair Black. Elias versus King Baron Corbin. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. That's Justin. my prediction. Oh, uh, go with my boy Elias. Oh, Edge versus Randy Orton. Ooh, now this one's tough. Um, eh, Edge. Yeah, I can't see Edge coming back and losing his comeback match. Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. I see Daniel Bryan doing the favors to him. I do. Yeah, he's that good of a guy. I think he would fight for that to happen very hard, very aggressively backstage to politic for his friend and a good talent that needs a win here and a showcase match. For those reasons, Sami Zayn. I agree that he'd politic and won it, but at the end of the day, he's still not the decision maker. I'm going to say Brian gets the win. Huh. I don't. Very valid. The Kabuki Warriors versus the Lexa. We saw sorry, Matt. Kurt Angle did that for me at Bound for Glory, and it got us nowhere. So that's what Justin just said is very true. And I apologize, Matt. I'm not looking at the screen. I'm looking at Wikipedia when you're doing this, so I, I'm just talking when I yeah, think. Yeah, you're good. Okay. Uh, the Kabuki Warriors versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Sorry, Kabuki Warriors. They better not lose. Uh, I agree again with Matt. In a personal opinion, I'm going to pick Alexa and Nikki. Huh. Uh, they're so boring. I hate those two as a tag team. And the most well-developed story, the most hype, as we've gone into Mania, when everybody's wondering what is going to happen when Otis goes against Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> you love this angle. Um, Otis. Come on, Otis. Yeah, Otis has got to get the win. And the girl. Yeah. No, don't, fi- don't fire. Uh... Oh, wow, that was easy. You let him get away with that. I'm surprised, Glenn. I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> 
What do you love? SJW. SJW, why aren't you going in on him right now for that comment? Well, yeah, you're right, man. I'm a sexy Jewish warrior. <laughs> I'm owning the term. He has been planning that for how many weeks and months yeah, now? He's been waiting. <laughs> Had that one in my back pocket for like a good year. I won't lie. Uh... <laughs> that was good, though. Maybe Mania Night One ends with Otis getting a getting a big old cow <laughs> with Mandy Rose. Oh. You don't think it's him making those ridiculously over the top faces he always makes? Is Chris Farley faces the, 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 the outshot on him? Vince is no. in Vince is in gorilla. Oh yeah, give her some tongue. Oh, the big fat guy getting the blonde kiss. Oh, your outshot for Otis is that he's making out with. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Terrible, Justin. I was just saying it's just on uh, Otis by himself, just making his goofball faces. His faces are so over the top. His I facials. Think it, I think it gets even worse and more demeaning than like Bobby Roode is like standing outside the ring ho holding like a plate of ribs, and Otis is kissing Mandy and then sees the ribs, <laughs> and like. And maybe and maybe they've got like a a, a, box, a box with the stick propping it up, and the ribs are under there. And Otis crawls underneath the ribs, and they pull the stick, the, and the box falls on him, and he's trapped. Dude, the funniest thing is this is so believable. What you just said, <laughs> poor Bobby Roode being relegated. Like this is all something that they could do. You're right. Oh, oh, so Axel oh. Nine's company is the time. Otis is getting ready to kiss Mandy, and all of a sudden he sees he sees the ribs. And he's like, Tucky, they brought the ribs, and he runs over to the food. No, no, even worse. They build it with suspense. Otis gets a looks on his face, and you see he's smelling. What's that? What's that? Do I smell? And then he looks, he gets excited. They're like, wow, I, the big eyes go big. And then, like, forget Mandy. I want the ribs. Oh, man. That's great. <laughs> God. So an oh. update to earlier, because I promised the, the people I would find the tweet. Uh... I said to Raj Giri, it's crazy that you've never seen the Goonies. I could see missing something like Explorers, Cloak and Dagger, or Monster Squad, but Goonies was right in that classic era of Back to the Future, Gremlins, Ghostbusters, Weird Science, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Fright Night, etc. And he said, outside of Gremlins and Ghostbusters, I haven't seen any of those other movies. I was busy watching good movies like the Police Academy series, <laughs> Rambo, the Naked Gun series, Lethal Weapon. And Naked course, Guns are good. And of course, Short Circuit. I can't believe it. okay, Police Academy, first of all, Police Academy was was yes, was funny. But like that was a video that you would go to the grocery store <laughs> with mom would go grocery shopping and you'd be tagging along, right? That would be the one that you'd beg your mom to like let you rent at a grocery store. <laughs> now that's not something you're going to the theater to watch, right? It's strictly strictly a rental movie that you would watch. That's a category of Police Academy then. The fact that he led with that. <laughs> Goodness, good. I don't even know where to start with this. The ridiculousness and how I can't say tone deaf, right? That doesn't fit here, but the geek, the geekdom that is that being his number one go to of cool guy movies because he was trying to show off. You could tell he was showing off with those with his movies he's throwing out there. Oh man, like, those movies suck. It's not like I was too busy. Being the cool guy, Mr. Popular, and getting ass watching, you know what I mean? Fill in the blanks. That's how he said that in that tweet. <laughs> short not, circuit, man. Short circuit, like, all the ladies flock. Short 95 circuit. impression, you know? 
short circuit. Yeah, it's not like he uh, said. Raj, we love you. It's not like he said. I missed all those movies. So I was busy throwing five touchdowns, taking the team to state. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. That's so. Yes, that's even better. Yes, that's exactly the same. Yes, yes. We're the geeks over at the lunch table by ourselves, sitting individually. Nobody wants to sit with us. And Raj's head with his cool, popular table. <laughs> Him and Ryback. Letterman's jacket. Him and Ryback. Oh, definitely him and Ryback, for sure. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. It's become become an episodic, it's become a segment in every episode of our podcast. The rag on Raj segment, essentially. (laughs) The rag Raj. The Raj rag. He continues to cash those checks, though. <laughs> it reminds me. I, I would feel. Yeah. He's seen these movies. I think he's just working us. Oh, maybe. It, it reminds me. I was on the wrestling team in high school, and I, I sucked. There's a photo of me in a singlet somewhere. But I remember there was a couple guys <laughs> on the team who also sucked and were kind of geeks and dorks. Like, I don't know why we were doing wrestling. Like, we wanted to better ourselves. And it was tough. Like the physical conditioning is still the most I've ever experienced. Very tough. It's crazy Um, tough. Yeah. And I remember one of my friends that was kind of a dork got his his, uh, varsity letterman's jacket as a freshman, which was a big deal. But it was like, yeah, but it was like he would wear the jacket and we'd hang out with the jocks and be like, dude, you got that because there's no one else in your weight class. So that's why you got the letter. (laughs) Like you're no better than us. That's funny. Glenn. Don't act like you're hot his heat. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know for why. For was some he, reason, that makes me think of Raj. For some reason, Glenn, I don't know. Glenn's all what better. His, what, Glenn, what was his name? I don't remember. I'm not outing him here on this. Glenn, Glenn's, at the, Glenn's at the lunch table, all bitter. He's like, "You actually suck." There's just no other 145 <laughs> pounders. You dipshit. <laughs> Put your jacket away. I mean, he 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 gives a valid point, though. That is true. Yeah. You, it was 191. It was what it was. No, it was like it was 190 plus. Nobody wanted to be in the heavyweight class because it was all 190 and up. So I remember like, damn, cut it. Yeah, you could literally be wrestling someone 300 pounds. So I remember like cutting weight like crazy to make sure that I was in like the 181 and lower weight class. You weighed more than I did in high school, and I was six foot friggin' 10. Yeah, I was 185 pounds. As a, a beanpole junior at six foot eight, and then Damn. six foot eleven, no, six foot ten and a half by the end of my senior year, maybe two, 205, maybe 200. But dude, that's pretty impressive that like you guys were freaking hitting that weight as freshmen. Yeah. Well, I, I, it was it wasn't muscle, it wasn't muscle, but uh, yeah. Hell, I don't give a shit what it is. That yeah. that I I would have gotten tied up in a, like a pretzel. That's that's impressive. Oh man, I didn't thought I'll have to find that singlet photo and post it on social media. It's it's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, anyhow, do we got anything else? Are we good? We got to rest up, guys. Big Mania weekend, and uh, Matt Morgan, you and I are here Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night. Justin, you're here tomorrow. You get a break. I'm here, I'm here tomorrow, but I have a feeling Raj will be asking me to do Sunday. I bet you. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at it this way, folks. If you're not looking forward to Manny and you're, we have no choice to watch it because really, what else are you doing, right? 
Um, have no fear. Our podcast, I will promise you, will be 10 times better than Mania on both nights. How's that for a prediction? And we've got, uh, for people that love the sponsor reads, we've got uh, Blue Chew one night and Manscaped the next. So uh, strap in, folks. It's going to get real. Yep. <laughs> a lot of shaving and erection talk. <laughs> WrestleMania. Okay, folks. Uh, Mr. Matt Morgan. Mayor Matt Morgan. Triple M tonight. He's at BP Matt Morgan on Twitter. He's at Justin LaBar, Matt Glenn Rubenstein. WrestleMania weekend, folks. We'll catch you back here tomorrow night for night one. Until then, take care, and we'll see you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Stay safe, stay safe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.